Navy's priciest carrier ever struggles to get jets on and off the deck. Uh, <laughs> hypersonic super weapons are a mirage, new analysis says. Uh, two scientists find revolutionary claims about the evasion of detection and defenses to be nonsense. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the, 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 they quoted in the article, there's lots of claims and not many numbers. He said, if you put in the numbers, you find that the claims are nonsense. It's so fun. <laughs> the, the aircraft carrier one gets me. Yeah. Because it's in the name. Yeah. It carries Yeah, it has aircraft. to carry the aircraft. Otherwise, yeah. it's a giant flat boat. <laughs> yeah, like, just exactly. a massive flat waste of money. Like. Exactly. I, I think there was also another article that, like, the F-35's AI targeting systems don't work when there's clouds. <laughs> so it's just like, we still... We spent billions of dollars on a plane that can't fight when there's clouds. <laughs> Argue whether allowing McDonald's employees to not live in poverty would hurt our economy. Do you, you want someone yeah. who makes who flips burgers to make the same as an EMT? Yeah, or a teacher, and yeah. you're like, yeah, this is these are both problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome back to Slightly Informed. I'm going to, we're just going to throw this right over to John and get right into it. All right. I figured we'd start off uh, criticizing the Democrats. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> they dropped the ball before they even got on the field. And that, that's an impressive feat right there. Record time. Um, so I've, I've, a lot of people have been talking about this week, and we thought we'd throw our hat in the ring. Uh, I want to start us with a tweet by Kamala Harris on January 14th. She says, quote, we will finish the job of getting a total of 2000 in cash relief <laughs> to people who need it most. The 600 already appropriated is simply not enough, end quote. Your next president, Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> so so there's, a lot, there's a lot of anger going on right now. Uh, because people in Georgia were promised $2,000, very specifically if they voted for Warnock and Ofsoff, uh, that the $2,000 checks were coming yep. and all this jazz. Um, I think at some point they did clarify this beforehand, obviously not clear enough, because I did think about it as $1,400 extra dollars. Yeah. But I also see in fairness when people were told you're going to get a 2 k check and then the, the new incoming party comes back and like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We meant a fourteen hundred dollar check on top of the six hundred you already got. You're so, just confused. Yeah, yeah, you're confused. You're bad at math. <laughs> yeah, we're not bad it's at not explaining. Us. Yeah, you're yeah. bad at math. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Don't get on us for not explaining it well enough. Um, I just thought that tweet was really funny too because it had to be like extra clear. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a total. A total of two thousand dollars because you already got six hundred and that's not enough. Blame the last guy. Uh, we got to go back to one hundred and forty characters. <laughs> For Twitter. This is too yeah. much. I They should not be able to clarify this much. No, 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 no. <laughs> and um, in, fair, in fair, like fairness to both sides, I thought about it as $1,400, so I see where they're coming from. But the, the PR approach of trying to, like, lawyerly explain away how the people are wrong is not great politics. Yeah. Just shut up and make it $2,000 now and make the Republicans try to block it, and you get the political win of trying to give people extra money and making the Republicans block that. I don't yeah. really get where the loss is of, like, why $600 is such a big fucking Deficit, deal. Deficit, John. Yeah. <laughs> also, we talk about it all the time. If you wanted the $400 checks to be a for sure thing, yeah. start with the 2000 Yeah. Just say, hey, we yeah. said $2,000. Then, like, then if the Republicans go, oh, well, we you Actually, know, you meant $1,400. So. Well, we were thinking $1,400 because yeah. they already got the six. Yeah. Then you scale yeah, it back exactly. to that. Don't start yeah. from $1,400. Democrats are the worst. Fault. Yeah. They're the worst at negotiating because, yeah. like yeah. Nick's saying, like start with a ridiculous number and get back to whatever number is uh, where you actually want to be. Right. But they start with fourteen hundred, and then they're going to have to go into uh, the other point I wanted to bring up is Biden's trying to pass this through normal order, not budget reconciliation, which means you actually need sixty votes, yeah. which means you actually need Republicans. Republican sign on and. Part of that $1.9 trillion stimulus is this extra $1,400. There's also $400 unemployment insurance extended. Uh, there's like help for state and local economies. Uh, more money to vaccines. I think it was like $100 billion more billion to figuring out how to get people actually vaccinated. we got to step it up. I saw something today that the UK came out. And the prime minister was like, yeah, we're up to like 160 vaccinations a minute. Yeah. It's like... I'd like to know where we're at. Not good. It's not <laughs> anywhere close to no, that. Not anywhere close to that. Um, 160 a day. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, yeah, I don't, it's, 
at least in New York, they were doing it nine to five, Monday to Friday. And it was like, well, if you show someone, tell someone to show for vaccine at 4 a.m., I'm sure they will, you know, like right. let them make their appointment for whatever, have your total, like a, like a hospital schedule where all the shifts are covered. It's not like the hospital shuts at nine or at five o'clock in the afternoon. It's like, well, sorry, what? no yeah. more emergencies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Till the morning. <laughs> Looks like we're done for the day. You know, like <laughs> we have people who can work these schedules, just make the vaccinations round the clock. Um, also part of that bill is a $15 minimum wage increase. So, um, yeah. That's a little overdue. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the joke I always hear is like, we've been fighting for $15 an hour minimum wage for so long that it needs to be like 25 now. Like it's Well, yeah, crazy. but increase like, it with productivity or whatever, which I like understand 46? part of that from... No, that's the 26 number or whatever people point to. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, uh, uh, I, I could be wrong then, yeah. But still, I mean, 26 yeah. is like... That's, <laughs> that's a huge difference. Yeah, exactly. That's, that could afford the middle class living for most people, which was... What the minimum wage was supposed to do, it was supposed to allow one income earner to support a family. Right. And now we're so far from that that we're trying to argue whether allowing McDonald's employees to not live in poverty would hurt our economy. Do you, you want someone yeah. who make, who flips burgers to make the same as an EMT? Yeah, or a teacher, and yeah. you're like... Yeah, this is, these are both problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I think you're Good looking point. at the problem the wrong, man. The yeah. more too. Yeah, so, someone tried to point that out. Of like, uh, if we pay that it would be like $31,000 a year and starting teachers in Texas make 33. Is that fair? It's like, no, it's not for the teacher. <laughs> like, or the McDonald's worker. Like, like yeah, let's have this conversation, yeah, bud. Yeah, where, where, where is all the money going? Yeah. yeah. Unrelated like, note, like the... why are we having competitions for the richest billionaire in America that yeah. constantly switch? Yeah. <laughs> unrelated. Sorry, unrelated. completely unrelated. What's like the $38 Taco Bell burrito tweet that kind of yeah. blew up? Or like $15 an hour? Have fun paying $38 for a burrito yeah. at Taco Bell. Someone's like, yeah, the uh, minimum wage in D.C. has been $15 for like a long time. And the most expensive burrito it's in, like on the Taco Bell like $4.80. And that's yeah. one of their like <laughs> yeah. the Power Bowl ones that you get like steak yeah. and yeah. So. Well, they've, they've, they've like run the numbers before and it's like the price of your burger would increase like 60 cents. Yeah. And like, would that mean I never buy a burger again? No. You know, like... I would might actually feel better knowing these people could afford a place to live and that I'm not further subsidizing them through my taxes. Yeah. Because that's the other part of this discussion is when that person's below the poverty line, who makes up the difference? Okay, well, The government, is... yeah, which yeah. is funded by taxing me. Just on, get the money from the front end. On the burger note, yeah. if your burger goes up 60 cents... I kind of have a little confusion on why Five Guys is already so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's... Come on. Like, Five Guys is a luxury commodity and deserves <laughs> to be taxed as such. <laughs> it should fall into the category of those watches that have, like, all the stars in them that you can track. That's, like, 300 grand. That's the Five Guys category. The, the million-dollar Conor McGregor watch yeah. we got yesterday yeah, or whatever. What yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And people want to be like, well, we should worry about taxing these guys too much. <laughs> He's wearing a million dollars on his arm. We can talk about taxation, please. People <laughs> won't make that in their entire lifetime. No. No, I mean, a lot of people won't make that in their entire lifetime, let alone see that amount at once. Right. I, yeah, like a lot of people make like two million over a lifetime, but it's never in one spot for you to see. You yeah. know, it's like yeah. it's all gone to bills and debt and children and food and trying to survive. Yeah, trying to live. You can touch it $10 at a time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's a better step from Biden than I thought was coming. Um, they also True. did fuck it up in fairness. Right. But. but but it, I, I also had, like, zero expectations of him trying to do anything, and it seems like he is being pushed by some people to try to accomplish the $15 minimum wage. Um, I think that's at least something to start with. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing about the minimum wage argument is, is like, exactly as you say sometimes, John, is that it's, it's, a, it's a way to push the people who have the power of, of, of control over, like, the government things to, like, make actual solutions for yeah. the problems that are missing that. Yeah. So sure, it's not perfect that no. we make it a $15 minimum yeah. wage and businesses do start cutting back, especially yeah. small businesses yeah. and stuff, but we can fix that yeah. on the back end. Yeah. Tax subsidies, yeah. full-time employee benefits yeah. that, that the government helps subsidize, yeah. taking the weight off of them with Medicare for All and things like that, yeah. where the weight is significantly shifted to the billionaire class and yeah. corporate people. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's not... 
there's ways to solve the problems created by solving this problem. Yeah, it's, there's always a system of problems, and unless you adjust <laughs> the system, it, it fixing one piece of that doesn't actually do anything. Like, yeah. uh, a, a lot of people on the right are scared of their Taco Bell now being $80, yeah. uh, which isn't going to happen. Yeah. A lot of people on the left are scared, or at least the technocratic left are scared about, uh, does this just speed up automation? Because the more expensive your labor gets, the easier it is to cost justify a $2 million robotics AI to take orders at McDonald's or right. something, you know? Right. So Maybe it does, and it's a perfect pathway into UBI. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I think that's why, like, $15 an hour is one of the problems, and it actually gives teachers and stuff more of a bargaining chip to be like, right. um, I'm making as much as a McDonald's worker, and I have a master's. Maybe we should have a conversation about That's a real this, rallying you know? cry yeah, for yeah, exactly. a teacher's union. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I, I think the other two points to address some of the, the economic anxiety is lowering the work week to 32 32 hours a week, so essentially a four-day work week as opposed to a five-day work week. Mm -hmm. We've had a five-day work week since, what, the early 1900s? And before then, you had the same exact arguments of like, oh, well, what are people going to do if they're not working 70, 80 hours? Isn't that just going to lead to crime and drugs? and uh, Yeah, that that was in the New Deal, right? Part of the, oh, my gosh. It's crazy. Yeah, we haven't had a change to that in at least 80 years. I think we might be coming upon the point where, like, there's enough work and labor that can be done by robotics and AI soon that we should try to spread the, the labor that's left around a little bit more. It, it sucks. I, I, I have a couple of like thinkers who were like in their prominence during that time and writing a lot during that time and, and even before the 40-hour work week and they were saying things like, look, as capitalism is uh, better able to consolidate its resources and, and yeah. make their processes more efficient, yeah. by the time we get a few, a few hundred yeah. years into capitalism, yeah. we should be at like a 20-hour work week. Yeah. And everything I think Keynes be... is famous for yeah, saying Keynes that. Yeah, Keynes did like, think that. Yeah, that there's going to be like uh, essentially all, like, all the work can get done in 10 hours, so just give the rest back to people. But in, <laughs> instead, we created this system where like whether or not you're actually doing things for 40 hours, you need to be there for 40 hours right. to justify that Look you busy. exist. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There's a, a book I want to read called Bullshit Jobs. David uh, Graber. Yeah, David Graber, and Rest I just got peace. the book. Uh, but yeah, where it's just like how much of our work is actual work versus right. how many of these people, if they disappeared tomorrow, would we notice? You know? Yeah. And why is it that the people who kept our economy functioning when half of it was closed, we pay those people the least? You know, right. like that. Like if there was slightly fewer tax accountants tomorrow, it might not be the end of the world. If there was fewer grocery store attendants tomorrow, it would be a huge problem. That you would know? be a massive yeah, problem. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like- and that's what we learned during the pandemic is like a lot of the white collar, incredibly highly compensated labor um, doesn't matter as much as just making food and uh, like getting people groceries and like very simple things like that, Mm -hmm. that people say are low skill jobs. They're not, but we get to, they get to convince people they are. And that's why they don't need as much money or that their jobs for 16 and 17 year olds regardless of the fact that the person who checks me out in Albertsons is always 45, 50, 50 60. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like they get to make this fake argument that like these are the jobs for entering the workforce and you learn and that's part of why you're paid so little. Yeah, and, and, they're, and they're like uh, not so explicitly saying that those that anyone stuck in that job that's not a 16 17 yeah. 18 year old fucked up somehow yeah, yeah. you you you're valued less because yeah, of your exactly. inability to climb a corporate ladder somewhere yeah and, and and i think the the tale of the of of the covid response and our failure to be able to overcome this is they could have made a very clear distinction that look in these times more than ever we have to admit that people have inherent value, yeah. that their lives are valued, yeah. and on top of that, even the, the companies who did say like retail places that shut down for yeah. three or four months, like they realized that like if A, we keep making people work to survive during a shutdown, mm-hmm. then they're gonna go on and find jobs that aren't closed right now. Yeah. So the answer was, there was two, two options. Yeah. You, you pay people while they're staying home from their jobs so that they can be ready to come and do the job that they're good at doing, Yeah. Or B, you can just say, mm, let's reopen the economy. Yeah. We're reopening stores. Yeah. Everything's open. Everything's open. Like, because social distance. We'll build an outside restaurant. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. a I'm bubble. Like, yeah. We'll build an inside outside. <laughs> yeah. Facility. And now you're safe. The economy's <laughs> open. You know, like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the easiest answer and the one, that, like, uh, 
I feel like a Bernie Sanders or an Andrew Yang would have run on if they were the Democratic nominee would have just been, well, my proposal would be give everyone $2,000 a month and let them stay home, you know? Obviously, Biden wasn't going to do that, even though his vice president endorsed that plan. Um, But yeah, we we came to this point now. uh, And and that's, I I guess, another interesting thing to tie to the $1,400 is like, uh, if you are someone on the far left, you don't start at two thousand either. You don't start anywhere like that. You say two thousand dollars a month, uh, retroactive and uh, going forward until the pandemic's over. Right. You know, like that is is like a, every other civilized country yeah, on the planet. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a high ask, and uh, you might negotiate back to what is at like a thousand dollar month UBI or something. You know, right. like. But um, yeah, the the whole the whole way the government responded was. Not quick enough, not good enough, and just like in, in taking confident the easy from, route yeah, out yeah. that kills more people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's yeah. politically easier. It's more p- politically expedient to just say, "Well, let's just open up." People stores. are hurting. Let's just open. Yeah. Yeah. People are over it. Yeah. You know, like so. <laughs> I mean, and that is well, some anxiety. Can't people... beat this virus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. no way. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was part of the problem is we couldn't. We like we we got defeated instantly by not. What that, by not doing a hard shutdown, by like by not mandating masks, whatever you want to blame, there's like a million chinks in the armor, but like we were right. never going to beat the pandemic. No. Like uh, uh, America, like the narrative of America has always been like you succeed or fail on your own. So then right. when you face a problem that requires team coordination, we have no idea how the fuck to do that. Exactly. You know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> take care of my neighbor, that's his fucking problem. Right. You know, like that's that's always been the story of America. And so... Yeah, you face a challenge that you need total cooperation or at least a vast majority buy-in, and we right. we instantly can't do it. And and people always act like that's the natural state of humans too. Like oh. is like we fend for ourselves. We're 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 competitive, and that's what gave us the evolutionary advantage is that we didn't even like each <laughs> no. other. Yeah, we just wanted to look out for ourselves, and yeah. that's what made us so sharp and strong. But it's like. Well, we're, we're typically in-group competitive, but we right, can't convince right. everyone the group is America. Right, you know? yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like we, there, there's some truth to the fact that we were competitive with everyone else who was in our in-group, right. but the, the pandemic necessitated convincing everyone, America's your in-group, take care of them. Yeah. And we're so far divided, it was like, well, no, actually, my in-group doesn't wear a mask, so <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and I will still try to shop in this Trader Joe's, even as I'm being kicked out. That's my right. It's a public place. It's like, no, you're wrong on a million fronts. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you just said was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm baffled to this day that I still see people like just browsing the grocery store, yeah. no mask, and I'm just like, what is going on yeah. in your brain? Nah, I have no idea. I, I, like you said, it's in-group circles <coughs> that, that define their own world. Yeah. There's little things that even it kind of blows my mind when, you, when you're in a store or anywhere and someone yeah. comes in and grabs one of the masks that are provided yeah how do you not have like masks like, yeah a whole bunch of masks of like your own i mean at least it's not like good on nine for wearing a mask though right I guess, you know whatever but yeah I, I don't i don't know how you move forward as a country when you're this divided you know like right. like <laughs> there's no unifying message that appeals to both categories no. of these people no 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 yeah no. or or these five factions that yeah you're, that you get like yeah you know, like it's it's We've been factionized. Like, the, the the premise of, like, Parks and Rec, the show, like, uh, as far as, like, a, a critique on government yeah. is, like, <laughs> there is no way to 100% appease every faction of your town no. or every yeah. faction no. of or your country. Or crazy individual. Every, yeah, every yeah. single crazy individual. Right. So so that, like, the, the democracy has to be to let them get off steam and feel like they have yeah. a voice. And then yeah. hopefully when they lose their appeal that they see that it was at least a democratic yeah. process and they had a chance just like everyone else. Yeah. But that's not the case. No one actually feels like the, no. the democracy that they're participating in is actually that release valve. They don't actually think they had a chance. No. When, when you, you get hands on the scale from like mainstream media yep. and like outside governments and stuff, like do you really like, uh, no, I mean, it's, it's yeah. an illusion of choice. It yeah. is actually. Yeah. And that illusion is cracking. Yeah, but you know, it's it, it's it's just it's just one of those things that we clearly don't make people feel like they're being listened to. No, yeah, we definitely don't, and and we don't we refuse to even do policies that there is seventy plus percent support of. You know, like right. like can you say that's even a representative government when eighty percent of you want something and they're just like, nah, fuck you, right. we're not doing anything. You know, yeah. like 
Like, yet, like it's. Chomsky said it in his documentary, uh, Requiem for the American Dream. Definitely recommend. Take an hour out of your time. Go watch it. Um, uh, says that essentially, uh, if, if, a, if a government is really a representative democracy, then the laws and policies that reach the floor of your democracy would be should be at least somewhat representative or at least be assuaded and affected by public opinion. Yeah. And they aren't anymore. Yeah. And we can see that with polling. Yeah. And, and, we, and what we talked about last time, everyone has a yeah. team, yeah. but they don't they don't have a like an actual opinion on the policy because when you put something when in I, front of someone's yeah. face like Medicare expansion yeah. and they're a hardcore conservative fiscal yeah. responsibility guy, they don't know that that's they don't make connect those dots. That's against their ideology. I think part of the problem too is all like every bill now has to be an ominous uh, ominous bill because or omnibus bill because you only get like two of them a year. You right. know, like we can't, for some reason, we got to the point where we couldn't expect the government to vote on single issues or anything like that. Right. So then when you see a $1.9 like, trillion dollar thing from Biden, you just uh, imagine it's against your team and then all the red people are going to vote no and that's just your team doing its thing for you. But if you put each individual subject as a standalone bill in front of the, the Congress, the Senate, and then force the Republicans to get on record saying, mm-hmm. no, we don't support Medicare expansion. No, we don't support $15 minimum wage. No, we don't support raising the checks to $2,000. Mm-hmm. Then you can start to hold people to account for that. But when you have to try to explain how, like, buried somewhere in the $4,000 pages was a $15 minimum wage increase, and they voted against that, so see, they really didn't like it. But then the Republicans can just respond and come back, no, we didn't like bailing out blue states. Right. You know, because everything's put together. Right. So then you can't even be held to account for your votes. You know, like... You hold I, them account for, accountable for one thing. Yeah. Yeah, if you held them accountable for one bill at a time or a few things together that made sense, but when you try to put everything in one bill, then they can just claim to object to any one part of that bill and be like, well done. But then vice versa, too, so I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. No, of course. I mean, that's what uh, Nancy Pelosi did with, like, Mitch's bill or or Mnuchin's bill from the president. That was, like, a $2.4 trillion stimulus or something. They just objected because it had corporate liability shields. Whether or not the economy could have used $2 trillion influx, it didn't matter because they get to object on one piece of it. You know? And how do you you fix that? How do you fix a broken system like that? I mean... And then it just leads to further and further division. And the beauty of the internet is you can find some echo chamber that allies with you, you know, like uh, uh, the QAnon people have now moved on to Gab, I guess, or something like that, you know, like, yeah. So funny. Yeah. So like you can always find your sphere of influence. How long do we give Gab until they're gone? I, yeah, I don't know. Longer than, I think longer than Parler, but. I yep, mean, yeah, it's been going, it's been for, going a for a long time, time but, but it's basically Parler. It was yeah. the original Parler. Yeah. Like, I think Parler bit itself in the ass by trying to grow too quickly as like the right wing echo mm-hmm. chamber, and then everyone was like, "Well, shit, Parler's been in the news everywhere, and there was just an insurrection on the Capitol, so fuck Parler." <laughs> you know, <laughs> like everyone who had heard about Gab had already forgotten about Gab. Right. You know, so it wasn't like they were getting kicked off of Amazon Web Services or anything. Right. You know? No one was mentioning. Gab. Yeah. 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 Well, I know we talked about an order. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into mine because it relates so closely to what we've been talking to, cool. or at least the economic side of it. Um, but have you heard the term economism? No, no. So originally, it was used in like uh, dialogue between like Marxist theorists between each other. A lot of times, it's used in uh, uh, to talk about the debate in China whether they made the right decision to try and build up massive industry in a capitalist way to long game uh, supposedly build some communist utopia or whatever they think they're going to... Yeah. Or if they should have stayed and and focused things on human need and stuff like that. They just focused capitalism in the hands of the party. Right, right. It's it's the worst of both worlds. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) um, But yeah, they... uh, Essentially, that's where it started, but it's been been kind of reworked uh, lately. And now, uh, economism is just... Uh, basically an ideology that places economics instead of politics in the command of society. Yeah. So if it's something that, if the motors that make things happen in the government and, and corporate levels of your, of your country are economic motors, not yeah. political actions, then that's an ec- economistic uh, ideology out yeah. But economies, like we, we talked about this before, economy just means how a society allocates its resources. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... 
when you think of that, you start thinking like, okay, cool. It's, it's a society's ability to fulfill needs and make sure that the resources that are necessary for survival are getting into the hands of the people who need it, this yeah. and that. Well, no, that's not no. That's yeah. not how economy is used. Economy no. now just means uh, it's it's used to quantify. Economy is like, a magic word that means yeah. whatever you want it to mean in that specific exactly, moment. You know, like exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't have a generally agreed upon meaning. No, no. And like if you see economy in a news article, it almost just always just means market value of corporate assets, yeah. stock prices, overall market share, total value of commodity commodities produced, GDP, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah, clearly that's that's like not the way we use it is the original definition or even the most no. functional definition. No. Um, but essentially, it, it, like like it's what we talk about uh, the deficit kind of uh, uh, crying for deficit, you know, yeah. easing and 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 you know debt spending yeah. and all these kind of stuff, saying that like these are all horrors that are going to set our country's ec economic situation back so far. It's going to have unintended consequences and all these things. But they really don't believe that. Yeah. That's only wielded out when someone says, hey, yeah. $15 minimum wage. We should help the poor hey, people. Hey, yeah. universal basic income. Should, yeah, we should Or help anytime poor. the other side tries to do something. Right, yeah. exactly. So that's when it's wielded out. Um, but clearly, if this were the uh, ruling ideology's consistent measure of how they function in an economy, uh, we wouldn't have spent or, or allocated a budget of $989 billion on military spending this year. No, and I mean, do you want to bring up that poll that I sent you yeah, earlier yeah. too? So, that, like, yeah, yeah. When I saw Let's you sent that, into I was, that, I was like, so funny. Yeah, it nailed it. So essentially, John found this this study here. It's a CBS News poll from the 13th to the 15th of January, saying asking the question, as you see it, the biggest threat to the American way of life today comes from uh, first option, other people in America and domestic enemies. 54%. 54%. Uh, second most uh, one is uh, economic forces, such as money, trade, and business. Yeah. Third, the natural world, like weather, viruses, and natural disasters. Yeah, does it scare anyone that there hasn't been a winter? Like, <laughs> you know, it's just not winter. It's not it happening. It snowed one this like year. three times and it was like, cool, done. Yeah, Back into summer, boy. We're in Idaho, by yeah. the way. We should we should be yeah. getting snow at this point. Yeah. Foreign countries and military threats overseas are eight percent, which is what supposedly that nine hundred eighty nine billion <laughs> is going to stop. None of that's going to, to our fighting freedom. domestic terrorism or no. fighting for the the like the natural <laughs> world or making the economic wheels move in a more fair way. Right. Yeah. No. It's it's literally just. It's to so see these little eight yeah. percent response. Yeah, and I th I think it's important. We've we've started to get to a point where at least like like what we said, the populace generally starts to agree on something, and it's just not represented in government. Right. The populace has come to a point where we're far enough gone from nine eleven. Uh, we don't see an active threat coming from anywhere. The killer is inside the house. Yeah, the killer's inside the house, and, and even if it was, it's always going to be the terrorism. House. There's there's no. There's no scenario uh, where China invades the U.S. and right. occupies it. Yeah. There's no scenario where no Russia... No boots are yeah. going to be on our yeah. ground. Yeah, yeah. At no any boots are on the ground. Like, yeah. In any yeah. of our lifetimes, yeah. unless there's a massive no. collapse, no. Like, yeah. that's just not going to happen. Especially as much as we fucking love guns. That's why, as a left-wing person, I love guns. I think it makes a very good argument. Uh, if the U.S., with our $989 billion, can't occupy Afghanistan successfully, right. you think someone's going to come occupy the United States? Yeah. you like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what? Like what world are you living in? It's either going to be like a nuclear holocaust or we die from the inside. Yeah. That those are the only two ways America gets quote unquote defeated or whatever. Yep. It, your house falls apart from the inside or there's nuclear warfare and we got bigger problems to worry about than right. the fact that America exists because no one exists. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like <laughs> and if they do, they wish they didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um but yeah, it's it's like 8% are scared of foreign enemies. Right. And some of that's probably just terrorism, which we've found your $989 billion a year doesn't do a great job of fighting. Really you know? consistent on yeah. the uh, not stopping any terrorist yeah. numbers <laughs> over the last TSA. two decades. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's... We've thwarted exactly yeah. zero terror attacks yeah. via TSA regulation. Yeah. Well, and, then, and that's not even the military. That's funded in a different way, yeah. right? Yeah. That's, like, yeah. that's like a domestic service. Yep. And you have like the FBI and trapping people into terrorism charges. So right. that they just occasionally can yeah, drop in and be like, oh, we caught one. They keep and nudging like, these yeah, guys yeah. who are slightly like weird yeah. online and like, hmm. you 
won't do it. You know what you should do yeah. is you should go take a bomb and a backpack to Chicago. Yeah, and go exactly, to this exactly. Like, or just go buy this gun from like, someone who we employ to sell you a gun. Yeah. <laughs> like, or the oh god, the best one ever. I forget. Uh, Reagan had uh, uh, federal agents uh, entrap someone selling crack out in front, like literally like two blocks away from the White House, so yeah. that they could go on stage and say this was procured. Yeah. <laughs> you want to meet us at the White House? It was like a 17-year-old, 18-year-old yeah. kid or something like that. And no. it was like, we, we did it, guys. Yeah, it's just so depressing because it's like, why, like, I understand we need a military. I get it. Like, whatever. We should have one. Do we need to fund it to the tune of almost a trillion dollars? I do not think so. Yeah, probably not. I don't think so. I, I think, think there's, there's a better way things you can, can fund. even pay the people better to be in the military and give them better uh, services for when they're out of the military yeah, and still reduce better. the amount of money that we spend on it. Because the vast majority of that goes to contractors. Yeah. You know that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not ending up in the grunt's hand. No. Or in their funding for the hospital that they get their PTSD treated when they get when they come yeah, home. Yeah, it's fucked up. They should have a place to live. They should have health care forever. Right. There's also, uh, Ken Klippenstein tweeted this earlier this week, but uh, I guess multiple articles broke this week and last week. Uh, Navy's priciest carrier ever struggles to get jets on and off the deck. Uh, <laughs> hypersonic <laughs> super weapons are a mirage, new analysis says. Uh Two scientists find revolutionary claims about the evasion of detection and defenses to be nonsense. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the, the, they quote in the article, there's lots of claims and not many numbers, he said. If you put in the numbers, you find that the claims are nonsense. It's so fun. <laughs> the, the aircraft carrier one gets me. Yeah. Because it's in the name. Yeah. It carries Yeah, it has aircraft. to carry the aircraft. Otherwise, yeah. it's a giant flat boat. <laughs> yeah, like, just exactly. a massive flat waste of money. Like. Exactly. I, I think there was also another article that, like, the F-35's AI targeting systems don't work when there's clouds. <laughs> so it's just like, we, st we spent billions of dollars on a plane that can't fight when there's clouds. <laughs> Just set back a couple hundred years. And... Oh my god! Oh, I can't even. Man. Hey, hey, good thing we're we're you know seeing droughts in some places, yeah. and we know we can fly there pretty comfortably. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we will there. fight exclusively in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, we thought we were gonna be there forever. Yeah. <laughs> we built a plane designed around deserts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I don't know, man. So it's just fucking funny. It's so fucking depressing where we are as a nation. And there, yeah, like, if... I wish there was a way, and they should do some sort of study on this, but, like, uh, if you asked, like, 10,000 Americans how they would prioritize their money, right. like, like, the country's money, what that budget would look like, and what amount of people would say, like, have to defense right away. Yeah. Just, you know? Yeah. Just cut, cut this right in half. Yeah. Here is defense. Defense. <laughs> like yeah. we're constantly under yeah, attack. Yeah, we're constantly under threat. The <laughs> only threat we're ever under is terrorism, and we've shown no success at stopping it. Because you you should expect like the killer could be in the house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the military does not operate in inside our own borders. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's so miserable. Now to talk about another uh, yeah. uh, point of them not actually believing the economistic uh, things that they tell us as to why we can't have no. nice things is that we made six, the 614 billionaires that we house here in America $931 billion richer. Yeah. $931 billion, almost as much as a single annual defense budget, which is well, also insane. Also, the stock market is fake and rigged and makes no sense because right. everyone just went through the worst year ever, and the stock market is having a heck of a year. Exactly. Best year on record. Yep. That doesn't make any sense. That's why... Record-breaking down yeah. numbers, all that stuff. And that ties in exactly to where I was going. I was, this is all... The reason that the 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 ideology that they profess does not inform all of their deci decisions is because they're part, they're creating a mass psychology phenomenon. Yeah, that's what the stock market is by definition. Yeah, is mass psychology. Yeah, if people think that there's an interest in, are going. in yeah. value in investing in something, it's not whether or not that business performs in the future. It's whether or not more other people like you also thought that yeah. it was worth investing also in, and other value. people continue to invest in it. That's when the the price increases. Yeah, and then the same thing with uh, they talk about economic dynamism. Now yeah. we've mentioned that once on the show before. Essentially, that is 
how much change an economy uh, can or, or takes on at any given period of time that you're studying it, uh, how many new businesses are created, how much yeah. uh, the investor class feels that they're comfortable investing in this economy in this state. And they essentially like, <laughs> if, uh, if, if people are constantly hearkening about how these stimulus, that, the stimulus that we're doing and all this other stuff are to strengthen the economy and that they're only talking about how strong the, the stock market is, things yeah. like that, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, even like when the Fed was talking about the, the market, they're like they basically said, we're going to do everything we can to prop up the market. Right. And if you're an institutional investor, you hear is, oh, shit, oh, shit it's not yeah, going it's, down it's soon. coming up. All yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Keep you're going to make sure it doesn't fail. So cool. Here's my money, you know? Yeah. But your average everyday people who are actually feeling the crunch don't have any means to exactly. invest Exactly. In now, if you were to like... If we grounded our economy on the basis of allowing people to like live without fear of personal economic demise, and, you can't and, and do that, like they, they told us you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the smartest people who in the would room work said, at McDonald's. <laughs> Let me ask you this: If you, if you were afraid, comfortable, yeah. If you weren't afraid of being homeless in yeah, the next month exactly. and a half, if you weren't afraid of dying because you couldn't afford medicine, why would you work? Let me ask you that. <laughs> Oh, God. I swear that's why Medicare for All can't ever be agreed upon, or yeah. even a public option, is because they know the ultimate the ultimate carrot in the stick, the ultimate stick is, we'll let you die. Yeah. You yeah. know, like it's... Go six weeks without insurance. Yeah. Roll the dice. Exactly. I dare you. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or longer if you can't find a job immediately when you yeah. leave your job. But Straight yeah. up. And, um, and, and yeah, and, and like what's ironic about it is that all of these people, even some of them are economists, think yeah. that this is a path toward economic strength and stuff, yeah. uh, uh, propping up. We've said it before. Class. I think economy, uh, economics is just another religion. Doesn't make right. any sense to me. Yeah, yeah. and, and nope. there's just like None. it's there's no there's no even in, within social sciences there's no more broad distribution yeah. of disagreements of the of the way in which the laws of yeah. economics work than yeah. or of their system works than economics. Like yeah, we're we're quote slightly informed. So if someone's an economic Economist. economist and wants to try to explain it, but as, come on the show. as far as I understand it, it's all magic and nothing makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's why everyone can disagree about it all the time, is because everyone's just got their good guess. It's like a religion. Yeah, you I know? mean, and and the laws of economics say a lot of things about like individual issues that on their own, like uh, the best ways to solve individual issues. Uh, on their own that are terrible, but it's like what you say, John, if yeah. you fix one thing and you don't fix the others, no. like technically, yeah. a, an economy shouldn't need a minimum wage. Everyone should just yeah. be able to live. And yeah. then if someone only just wants a little bit of extra cash to do a pretty easy job and only do it yeah. seven hours a week yeah. and then do like another crappy little yeah. whatever job for seven hours a week and get barely any money, they should still have a UBI or yeah. you know their insurance should still be covered, all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, but what's true... What well, that's why, you, why UBI and Medicare are a perfect combination because right. in theory, at least you can survive. Right. Yeah, so like, yeah. Yeah. And then when you take a job, it's because you actually wanted to take that job. Exactly. Versus right now, it's take a job or we'll kill you. Well, then you feel like it's it's under your own choice. It yeah. even gives you like the, the it gives the, you freedom. It gives you more like you don't feel like you're being held at your desk with a chain exactly. to get get work done exactly. for forty hours or pretend to get work done for forty hours yep. a week. Uh, like you're actually invested in your own work. Yeah. And, and if you if you build an economy that's that's built on like everyone is comfortable where they are and has the ability to do what they want with their time yeah. and their ability to, to like go to jobs that they want to do. That's a more durable economy for recessions. 100%. That's yeah. a more durable economy for fucking COVID or something. Or like also we're going just through a, now. imagine like, how many like Steve Jobs, Elon Musk's, Jeff Bezos, whatever, how many of these miraculous minds there have been that never started Amazon because he couldn't bear the idea of his kids not having insurance for right. for a, a year while they see if they can make this product right. happen. Or oh, that's a huge you know? number. Yeah, like what 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 number of people want to be entrepreneurs uh, and do a thing but can't because uh, they, their dad doesn't have a million to loan them, and they're worried about what if my kid breaks his leg? Yeah, you know, like right. I have to have this office job because my wife has a thyroid condition, and those medicines would bankrupt us if I didn't. You and know? then people are so subjected to trying to build as a side project from their forty to fifty hour a week job, yeah. whatever they actually dream of doing and building yeah. in this country, and yeah. then they're either expending one hundred percent of their time on yeah. what on what to them is work. Or they burn themselves out. They never finish their thing, and yeah. they hate their job for it. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, like that's the idea that drives me crazy. It's like, how many how many of these people are there that just never get to try? Because yeah. it seems like the only people who do get to try 
are get a small loan of a million dollars. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like there's very few. You live st- comfortably, or you are like you have so nothing that you just throw anything yeah. at the wall. Like anyone in between, like, or like a new era of like and like yeah. and you know like that. Like they, they well they the have, new era of tech entrepreneurs where you do it when you're 20 because if I fuck up and I fail, who cares? I'm a kid. Uh, yeah, I'm a kid. I, I the chances of me getting cancer are zero. And if I you know? fucking pop off, I'm a I'm yeah a prodigy. Yeah, exactly, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> it's like now's the time to risk it. You know, when you're 40 and you have kids and there's no Medicare for all and there's no UBI and there's no, you, like you then you can't risk it. Nothing, so you risk yeah. it when you're 20 and you come up with like a Facebook or something. You know. Yeah. Like, and hope for the best. I can see in a little off topic, a little back, maybe five minutes here, but I can see in the future this crazy thing with like these people, like the Elons and the Besos and all these people who have a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Spending their money on a military. Yeah. And seeing if they can beat the U.S. military. <laughs> like, that's like that the new Super Bowl. It's like, can you take on the U.S. military? There was a planned overthrow of the U.S. government in the early 1900s by the business world. Yes, by the business class yeah. as, a, as a whole. Yeah. They thought. That with the with the Pinkerton style yeah. like for profit yeah. uh, private law and so it wouldn't they surprise it. me if they do that or I also think a future scenario it, that we've talked about before yeah. is automated army I also think a future scenario could be we don't have to have the CIA coup someone Amazon could just coup someone <laughs> you, you know <laughs> like <laughs> I I could see that being a very real thing of like oh my uh, God. Terrible. you know like Elon Musk was like we'll coup whoever we want yeah, you know yeah. like that's how these people yeah, think yeah exactly like I wonder if you had like if Bezos needed some resource that was in like Uganda and they wouldn't give it to him if he wouldn't just be like well here's Blackwater and here's a, a, a billion dollars. Go get me Uganda. You know, like like I I could definitely see that becoming a thing. And do we have the wheels of justice to hold those people accountable? I don't know if we do. I don't think we do. You know, like it, it happened overseas. That's their problem. I think they would take Brazil just just to be able to have just the to naming them. rights yeah. of the Amazon. Yeah, right. Well, speaking about holding people That's like accountable. <laughs> It's now the Amazon TN. <laughs> Amazon headquarters in the Amazon. <laughs> Tear down a fucking three football field size thing of the Amazon and build headquarters. Yeah, right. <laughs> Goddamn. Oh, gosh. Um, I wanted to jump over and talk a little bit about, I guess, the Capitol. I mean, I know everyone's heard a lot about it, but I kind of This is going to be a story on... for decades. <laughs> like, this is going to be... <laughs> The dumbest day in American there, modern history. There's going to be a 30 like, for 30 on this 10 years from now. You know, like, <laughs> like this is never going away, man. Stephen A. just gray yeah. as shit. Yeah. Almost dead. Well, like you, you said with $900 billion, this broke, like, the, the mirage that America's impenetrable. Right. Because, like, <laughs> 5,000 fucks from wherever that flew in on their private jet and was a realtor or whatever could just storm the Capitol in an hour and a half. You know, like... <laughs> like <laughs> We're the business owners. We're the people in charge. (laughs) Right? We have that, like, mother of all bombs thing, but it turns out when you can't use it on your capital, we're completely defenseless. (laughs) We can't blow it up. We don't know how to solve a problem. There's no (laughs) nuclear option here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So you had a lot of different uh, groups who showed up who were wearing different insignia and stuff like that. So, of course, we all knew, like, the Proud Boys and QAnon and stuff like that. But then you had ones that aren't aren't as well known, unless you're like us who kind of follow all these different torture people. Torture ourselves exactly. daily. <laughs> but you had people like the three percenters. Three percenters, the oath keepers. The yeah. oath keepers, and then uh, some people. Have you, do you guys know the origin story of the three percenters, like what of their name? Yeah, I looked it up. Isn't they, it the amount of people who had participated, participated actively in, the re- in combat? In the, in, no, who in, they in the, say participated in the was, American Revolution. Was who's oh, three percent of American? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah wanted like, it to happen. We are the three percent that that are going to hold the, true the three percenters of. Do you know the, what that flag is? That's the uh, Keck flag, right? Kekistan. Yeah, that's Kekistani flag. <laughs> yeah, so they, that... <laughs> the 4chan flag. That was flown. Uh, I think it was four or five different people at the whole thing where, fl- where it had the, the Keck so flag, bad. which was pretty interesting. Um, it was, yeah, you had the people who were thro- flying the American flag with just the colonies yeah. on it, who were, that's the three percenters. Well, who... you know what's a bummer, too, coming from, like, 
uh, a damaged white kid from a middle class family was like, a lot of times when I first heard about these groups, I was like, oh, Oath Keepers, that sounds cool. They like the Constitution and like they want to make sure everyone's safe at rallies. And then you always find out they're racist. Yeah, you know, yeah, like it's, it's just a, a bummer. Why like, is it always yeah, racism? Yeah, I don't know. Like it's like, it's like, like the Rick and make, Morty season yeah. premiere where he was like, why is why, why yeah. did this become the default? Because he keeps popping into Nazi versions right? of this world. Like I, I love the Constitution <laughs> and I was like, you stumble across these and like, oh, other people who love the Constitution and want to defend it. And they're like, oh, but they also hate black people. People. Like, <laughs> why? Well, the funny thing is, why if, you ruin things? If you look at their website and stuff like that, they pretty plainly say we aren't racist. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Like, they say we aren't racist. Like, yeah. have, here's the people thing: people have called us racist. We definitely aren't. If you need to make like, the statement, the we're not saying? racist. <laughs> you've already lost. Racist. You're racist. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's already been lost. No one should have to explain that they're not yeah. racist. Oh god, especially a group, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting. So when the uh, the three percenters, you can see them uh, moving in, and they're all fucking tactical gear and all this stuff. They're tactical out. <laughs> God damn, John. Tact to death. Yeah. I yeah. Got my tactical bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Tactical rolling luggage for in the in the yeah. airports. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it was interesting just to see uh, all these groups pointed out, and yeah. it's like people who are saying we aren't racist wearing a Camp Auschwitz sweatshirt or something. Yeah, like that, that guy. That like, was yeah, interesting. that's a bad one. Oh, it's like come on. Would you even buy something like that? The internet. I mean, I know, but what is there like a the, website for just the, the most insensitive T-shirts ever invented? There is. Yeah, it's, it's called Dark Etsy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm picturing in my mind. It's like dark Amazon, but everything is insulting to someone. You know, like, it's it's Nazi, but spelled like Etsy. <laughs> oh God. Uh, and then one. Personally, I hadn't heard about, but uh, the Black Hebrew Israelites. Oh, they're okay. Oh, so, so I don't know about them. If you're, if any of our listeners are from New York, you're gonna be like rolling your eyes at our our, our unknowingness of oh. these people. Yeah. So they get they get on these pedestals and and yeah. like they have this. So the the theory is is that black people were actually the original inhabitants of Israel and that they were interesting. Like you know, there's like this whole theology behind yeah. it, and and like they go up and like. Yeah, their views are pretty fucking stupid, but it's like most of the time they're not hurting anyone. They're just a yeah. cra- they're just a crazy group of people with a megaphone on yeah. the on the street. So they corners. hate Jews. That's kind of their whole vibe, th- right? Yeah, they're like they. they they're not they're, like ex, like they're not like explicitly like the black people anti, are the OG Jews. Is yeah, that they're what not saying? explicitly okay. anti-Jew, but they they definitely have like a theology a theological like well the Jews betrayed us, which I mean Christians say that too. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, uh, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they were there too. So it was just a bunch of groups that. That's interesting. Everyone had like their own group, and uh, they all kind of fell under the yeah. stop the steel yeah. flag, yeah, yeah. banner. Uh, and you had these weird, super Christian Trump, like they had like flags of like. Oh, pictures of Trump like Trump as Trump Jesus, as Jesus, and, and Jesus all these with Trump and, like, hair was one of them I yeah. saw. People like getting together. Praying and storming the Capitol like yeah. a second later. <laughs> well, we had that clip earlier where like the the Q shaman hosted a prayer in the Senate chambers via a megaphone. Right. It was very cringe. I, but have you guys seen the stuff about his tattoos? Yeah. They're uh, all Norse. No, so it's all from like Norse. They're all Norse ripoffs, though. Is yes. What, yeah. Is because what I Because essentially, heard. all of yeah. these in the last. 60 years, which maybe he just never heard about it. Yeah. Like, he might just happen to sit in these circles of Q crazy Anonymous writing. Anonymous had a, a Norse mythology, like, professor on to try to explain things. Yeah. And, the, and essentially... The Valnot. Yes. And yeah. essentially, Valnaut he has two, he had two and... In the, and the anchor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he, he... Both of those have been appropriated by, like, white nationalists yeah. and, and white yeah. supremacist groups. Yeah. So, it's like, you always have that, like, hey... I just am respecting my my yeah. Norwegian heritage. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah, you're not. <laughs> and then you had the, the same ba- thing. Same way how like the Confederate flag isn't the Confederate flag. It's like the battle it's flag. It's a of, Mississippi battle flag. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's not. That's what that wasn't the flag. If you care about the Confederacy, you're you're running the, the wrong flag. The original Confederate flag sucked ass. Yeah. This one looks way more like. 
cool. Cool in the design aspect American-ish. of it, so that's why they're like, yeah, we're going to take this one. This <laughs> new flag of Confederacy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had people like, the, who's the Baked Alaska guy? And Baked all Alaska, that, he's Classic. a famous QAnoner. He's yeah. gone through a roller coaster of political ideology. He so, became a big crypto guy recently, too. So yeah, he's, yeah, he's bounced all around the, like... He was like a libertarian like yeah. person online. He yeah. became kind of super Nazi-ish in like 2016, around the election, 2015, 2016. Uh, and then uh, from there, uh, he Pretty spiraled into natural nothingness. natural evolution. From right. oh, yeah. <laughs> then jumped to Yang Gang for a little bit. Did he? He was he was Yang Ganging for, hey, a little, for like six to eight months. It's a big yacht, the Yang Yacht. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to join. Please don't be racist. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Yeah. Pretty much the only qualification is humanity first. So and if he's you, off uh, the boat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's off the boat. Exactly. If you're not about that, you're not welcome on the boat. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk the plank. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he, like, renounced his alt-right past and, yeah. like, and, and, and went yang-gang, and then, like, now he's obviously there is made actually, a full circle. There's actually a very, uh, very, I don't want to say big to give it too much authority, but there, there was a lot of former white nationalists and people who found faith in like the Yang Gang. Yeah. And then when he didn't win, they fell back into their old circles. There's a few on like Yang Twitter that you know, like the actual Yang Gang accepted them with open arms. You denounce Trump, like we're 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 really happy about it. You denounce your former ways, they're really happy about it. But then when that vision was gone. Uh, they they fell back into their old ways. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I, for some reason, the new they, world order yeah, took over again. Yeah, so. well, and I think yeah, I think Bernie had something similar there for a while. Yes, but yeah. uh, but where like there's hope in a person who seems to actually care about you because that's why Trump won because he actually pretended to care about like the concerns uh, of the people struggling. So right. uh, Yang talked about how we need to stop white kids specifically from falling down these rabbit holes, and so we, like they were welcomed into the platform and. Hopefully they were going to be shown a new light, but when he didn't win and that vision fell apart, then they go back to their old rabbit holes, and it's kind of sad because um, like these holes are pretty easy to slip into, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing is, I it, it kind of blew my mind how many people still don't know about QAnon because there was I, I had the, to have a thirty-minute text explainer to my group chat about what QAnon was. <laughs> they, they kept asking questions. They were like, so is Trump Q? And I was like, no, Q is actually secret military intelligence in the, the, <laughs> close to Trump that knows the inside lane. And so what do they feel about Mike Pence? Well, half of Up them... Until yeah, now, yeah. all of them didn't mind him. <laughs> yeah. Half of them don't mind him, and half think he's a deep state traitor. You know, like it's, so I had to run through like 30, 40 minutes of just questions about QAnon. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, definitely check out QAnon Anonymous. Yeah, QAnon Anonymous is good. I haven't listened to TrueAnon because I just found my, my home with QAnon Anonymous, but they're, uh, they are a different I've heard good podcast. things. I've heard good things about it. True, so. TrueAnon dips into Q occasionally, but that's oh, like not okay. their thing. So essentially they're like, look, hey, you might have been taken in by the wing of Q and then wondering uh, why okay. they're always wrong. Yeah. How about you join the side that's always right, like the people that... And the reason they blew up was because they called before he had even been arrested, just when yeah. the, the inklings had been coming about, out about the Epstein case. He was like, they will murder Epstein before he ever sees a courtroom. I can yeah. guarantee... Like, there's no way yeah. he doesn't. Like, they called it in, like, two or three different episodes. And then, like, one time they mentioned it, and also... Um, Nick Mullen of Cumtown also mentioned it literally yeah. seven days before it happened. It was like, yeah. yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna kill him. It's like there's no other, there's no other way we're getting out of this. We're not gonna hear his voice ever again. And like so, like they blew up like five times the size of their following from that. Yeah. Uh, so they're really good at like being like, look, here's what's actually going on. There actually are pedophiles out there in yeah. the government and in all kinds mm-hmm. of other things. And here's who they are. Well, that's why it's it's hard to purse is like. The the pedophiles in government have uh, like and using pedophilia as a way to coerce behavior right. has been a, a belief in the overall conspiracy world for like 20, 30, 40 years, you know. And so they always stumble upon a grain of truth, but then they have to fit it into the grander QAnon narrative, yeah. you know. When when your narrative keeps being wrong, and you yeah. have to keep making it bigger and bigger and bigger to be like, actually, this was just a small piece of the puzzle. Yeah. This what were you gonna say to about QAnon though, McLean? Just no, that, that they they had. I think it was. The mo- one of the biggest pictures that blew up, you know, yeah. you have, like, the picture of the inauguration and the picture of the exact same setting. But yeah. when they're on the other side, I think I counted seven Q flags. You see people yeah. with Q shirts and all sorts yeah. of stuff. So it was just kind of interesting that 
some people are like, what's QAnon? Yeah. It's like, that's the reason this happened. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's just because my brain's broken in that very specific way, but when I was watching all of the tapes, everyone with a Q something just immediately popped out. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. sweatshirt, hat, flag. <laughs> like, I got you. <laughs> like, you're not secret to me. I got you. <laughs> Where we go one, we go all. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you To all jail. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we like had I said, some the long con. Yeah, <laughs> get inside, find proof. Inside man, Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> we had some uh, some fun people come. Um, are we gonna? Is that our chaser, the realtor lady? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna wait till after after John's done with his segment for that. All right, well let's start over. John, are these people uh, getting pardoned? Do you think? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would bet money right now these people are not getting pardoned. Uh, it, it, it would be the most absurd pardon in the history of America. Right. So well, just think of how excited they are. Like, we all just got a CNN notification that 100 yeah. people are yeah. being pardoned. Yeah. Realtor I bet like, realtor oh lady my thinks, God, it's <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I'll, I'll give you two reasons why it won't happen. One, Trump immediately denounced these people, supposedly when people in his office told him he was facing uh, legal turmoil if he didn't denounce them. Right. So he immediately was like, those were criminals at the Capitol. Mm. I didn't do it. <laughs> so, Very special yeah, people. Yeah. They love you. Yeah. Criminals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it would be the weirdest part. And it's just like a blank. Don't know their name. But if they were involved, I now pardon mm-hmm. the, you know, like it, you like, I've never heard of a pardon happening where you don't know who you're pardoning. It's well, they've, they've tracked a lot of people. Oh, yeah. There's a oh, lot yeah. of names that are we on. We should set but up a website. I it's wonder if it's up. already done. It's yeah. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. you, like, if you were here, go yeah. write your name, get pardoned. Oh. No. And then turn over the list of the <laughs> no, FBI. No, no. That was actually a thing that happened on Parlor, though. Someone supposedly made, like, uh, a honey trap that was like, the president's considering pardoning all you. Make sure you put down your name, where you live, and what crimes you think you committed, and we'll make sure we get this list of the president. I'll see oh, you, my God. I'll see if I can find the picture of that it. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. no some pretty funny honeypots I've seen. Yeah, someone already did it on... Uh, on Parlor. My favorite one from this past week was someone who was like, Parlor's up again, and they updated the app or something. Delete your app and re-download it. <laughs> yeah, and there was, was a so bunch fun. of people hot. They were fucking so pissed. Take this down. Misinformation. I can't even get the app open anymore. Yeah, so the Parlor post goes, uh, we do not have a lot of time. To, it's it's at WH pardon attorney. So White House pardon attorney. <laughs> <laughs> they, they say... <laughs> They say, uh, they say, we do not have a lot of time to act. POTUS is strongly considering pardoning all the patriots who hashtag storm the Capitol, but we need to get him the right information so he can do it in the next week and a half. If you would like a pardon, please respond below with just the following information. Your name, your city, what crimes you think you need to be pardoned for, and the briefest explanation of why you think you need the pardon. The president needs the list by Tuesday before the House can vote to impeach him again. Please share with anyone who may need it. We are trying to stay off MSM so the left does not learn of the president's plan. (laughs) Do you have any comments? Comments about God. that? Like, what are people no. commenting? No, I, I beat I, a man to death. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I was trying to stop the steal. That, that's <laughs> always in, yeah. in left wing circles. I always saw these these like very clear honeypots or dumbass shit where people were like, "Oh yeah, you're so left wing. Tell me about all the direct action against the government you've yeah. taken." Yeah. Stuff. And it's like on Twitter, and then just uh, a million yeah. replies are the guy peeking out of the dumpster with the like, "Nice try, FBI." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in the same vein, uh, I think Marion Williamson retweeted this article because she's a queen. Um, it's from Business Insider. Uh, the title is, Bumble removed its political filter after people said they used it to lure conservatives who were at the Capitol riot into sending incriminating evidence. <laughs> so, <laughs> so supposedly there was women on Bumble in the D.C. area who changed their political filter to conservative and then would ask the people they matched mm, with. Yeah, like, what you oh, do it would make me Capitol? so hot if you were at the Capitol. And then they'd send like pictures invading these the Capitol. Were, yeah. These patriots yeah. really get me going. And then, like, are you one of them? The Bumble <laughs> women were forwarding all that information to the FBI tip line. So, so Bumble took off its political categories for a while. Oh my god, that's so yeah. funny. Yeah. 
It's so fucking funny, man. Um, in in the vein of pardoning, today news broke that uh, Trump's pardon, planning to pardon about 100 people. Uh, it's still up in the air who it's going to be. It's definitely not going to be the Capitol Hill people. I would bet money on that. Yeah. Um, so it's something like white collars and then like yeah. rappers? Like I think it's going to be some, some run-of-the-mill criminals, basically, like some white collar people Trump probably owes favors to. And then I, I still have a bet that he's going to try to pardon his circle so like you're gonna get like an ivanka jared giuliani like mm -hmm. yeah i I, th I think i could see that maybe. coming yeah. i don't think sydney powell just because i read another funny article today that uh trump would get calls from sydney powell in the oval office and be like oh get sydney again <laughs> and, and then he supposedly the, the, I, this is all supposedly or this is reported by someone but I, I have no way to confirm it but he would put her on speakerphone in like the oval office and then would let her ramble for a little bit and then put it on mute and be like look how crazy this lady is look how crazy this lady is <laughs> and, then, and then he would unmute and be like so what are we gonna do about that all sydney and then she, like mute it again and be like, watch your fucking respond man this is insane <laughs> <laughs> so supposedly he was putting Sydney on blast in the White House, but um, yeah, I think a lot of the inner circle will probably get pardoned. I don't even know if Giuliani will, because there's, I mean, we all predicted it. No, no one's planning to pay Giuliani his lawyer fees. No. So, like, it's not, it's not, not gonna happening. fucking happen. So you can either have your money or a pardon. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh God. So yeah, uh, hundreds of people being pardoned. The the pardon power is essentially absolute. There's no way to challenge it. Um, I mean, maybe if you went to like the Supreme Court or something, but as far as we know, it's, it's an absolute pardon and you can pardon anything on a federal level. Well, it's and, never been pushed back again. Yeah, it's never really been challenged, but when Gerald Ford uh, pardoned Nixon, he pardoned him basically for any crimes he may have committed uh, while he was president. So you could go like essentially as broad as you want. Yeah. Like in theory, he could pardon, I think, everyone from the Capitol. I just don't think he will because he actually doesn't give a shit about anyone. You so know? you're saying even like years down the line, if there was like a war crimes tribunal within the United States on a federal level, like Nixon would have been just like, yeah, well, sorry, yeah, he was if pardoned it, of those crimes. If, it's, like, pardoned, if yeah. it's a federal thing, That's, as far as I understand. Not that he, that would ever yeah, actually not that, happen yeah, here. Not that it would ever happen. Um, <laughs> it's a pardon from all things federal. So like... like the uh, DC police. Yeah, there, there's a question of like, is uh, Trump's call to Georgia Georgia election interference, and could he be charged in Georgia specifically for that? You know, yeah. stuff like that. But if, if it's any federal crime, you can be pardoned for it. Yeah. And there's talk of Trump pardoning himself, which I, the reports say he's not planning to do, but I would not doubt that just as like a final fuck you to everyone. It's like, well, yeah, bitch, I self-pardoned. What's up? Well, if, if the only um, uh, legal case against him is impeachment and not through a federal court of any kind, then he can't pardon himself of that. Yeah, you can't, you can't. You can't use a pardon your way to get around impeachment. Impeachment, because yeah. so. at the end of the day, we've said it before, Congress actually holds the power in this country. Well, the and, president has some power, but the, and, the, and can't the president not be charged in any manner, uh, federally or state uh, court wise, other than impeachment while he's in office? Yeah, I think so. So you would have had to wait until after. This the, is what bums me out. Supposedly, that basis was based off of a DOJ recommendation. So it wasn't a law or anything that says norms. it. Yeah, exactly. Norms. Exactly. Uh, all, all of our laws actually say anyone, we're all created equal under the eyes of God and shit. And whether you're the man, president. One rule, one yeah, law, exactly. You know, like, whether yeah. You're, you're the president or a homeless man, like you face the same justice system. That's what it says. Um, in practice, they've made it, which I, I, I understand why they did that because they don't want like constant and, litigation. Yeah, a constant litigation the interrupting the president. Yeah, yeah and I, I get using it. it as a political weapon. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And in theory, the way to charge and convict a president is the impeachment process. Is right. Congress just saying this person's gone so far over the line that we all agree he needs to get out? But it's no yeah. longer legal. It's per, it's political. But yeah, but yeah, in, your in, your vote. Yeah, d d d d your vote of how you vote on the fate of the president right now is a posture for political means. Yeah. That's it. Well, and I, I, I still have a little bit of faith that it's, one, to fuck with the new Democrats, because if you get involved in a new impeachment thing, you can be like, well, it looks like we're not passing legislation for at least six months, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I think, too, there's still a small percentage of me that wants to say that even some Republicans are just done with Trump and just want to be done with Trump. But you don't think that that's also a political... 
Oh, it's definitely angle a political and a political posture yeah, 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 yeah. of, of yeah. their ability to maintain yeah. power. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm okay. With you on so that. it is the yeah. same. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I was thinking the political thing more is like trying to remain in the good graces. But I think some people just want to excise no, the yeah. wound and just yeah, be done, yeah. You know? They're they're seeing the the tides shift and that the, the they're losing the control Trump of the Republican Party. Silent majority yeah. is now becoming the minority again. Yeah. And they're being or I think it's I think. I think it's a fear that they are the majority and we just want to get them the fuck out of here. Is, right. is that we want to the, I was a Republican yeah. and now I'm somehow involved in the party of Trump and I don't want to be. I want to be involved in the Republican Party again. And so how do you take it back from Trump? You make sure he can never run for anything ever again. Yeah. You know, so. Hope you're right. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen, but that was my. That do, you need, do you need two thirds in the Senate or do you need 51? You need two thirds. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No. 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 Twenty twenty four, baby. <laughs> yeah. Trump twenty twenty four. I was telling everyone about it. I think it's gonna happen. It is man. gonna happen. Yeah. He's like I think he's essentially just gonna run a campaign tour for, for four years. Four years. <laughs> yeah, because he's got nothing to better to do and everyone knows the thing that makes him the happiest is rallies. Yeah. So he's just gonna do rallies everywhere. Oh god. Yeah. Well, it's also the degree, what degree of embarrassment level does he have? Because narcissists right. usually have zero, but now he's lost. Maybe he does take his ball and just go home, you know? Be a Newsmax contributor. Yeah. To be announced. Owner. Yeah, to be determined on that, because... Fuck. Buys Newsmax and just makes it Trump Max. Yeah, I wish he could buy Newsmax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have our chaser. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God, <laughs> McLean. Someone wants to talk to the manager. Jump the gun. So yeah, this week's chaser. We've got a uh, particular real estate broker from was it Texas? Yep, Texas. From Texas, who flew in on her private jet. I think with her group of friends. Rented a private jet. Rented a private jet yeah. and flew in with her friends. With her, which is still a lot of money. Upper middle class, well-to-do yeah. friends. Oh, they're to go cause yeah. problems in yeah. the capital. What I think a funny thing someone pointed out was like the amount of people who can travel across the country and take days off work and go rent a hotel. These aren't the poor Trump supporters, right? <laughs> you know, like it's not. <laughs> no one, yeah. no one left their like this mechanic was a, job uh, yeah. in the Rust Belt. Sorry, to show uh, up and, boss, yeah. I'm gonna be gone for four days. <laughs> I'm saying, America. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is who it really was. This is here's who the was inside it. I would like um, a pardon from the president of the United States. I think that we all deserve a pardon. We, I'm, I'm facing prison sentence. Um, I think that I do not deserve that. And I think every person, you know, from what I understand, everyone's going to be arrested. That was there. So I, would, I think everyone deserves a pardon. And I would ask the president of the United States to give me a pardon. <laughs> I bet you fucking would. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. You naively god. thought the president gave a single fuck about them. That's I would so like funny. to speak to the manager of pardoning. <laughs> yeah, right. That uh, was just the perfect it was just like I think I deserve a pardon. I, I have earned a pardon <laughs> with what I've done for you, Mr. You know, Trump. He told me to go there. I did. I think I need a pardon. <laughs> Yeah, it's All just right. a peek inside the mind of the people who stormed the Capitol. I just love the idea that they, no one was like, huh, I wonder if I'll get arrested for this. Their victim complex... For openly committing a crime. Is who would have known? so fun. Me reaping. <laughs> no! <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, God, I can't. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Uh, hopefully we do not have an emergency episode on the 21st. Yeah, as far as we're concerned, there's going to be a President Biden the 20th. Uh, McLean just showed me a tweet that uh, the FBI is vetting all 25,000 National Guard troops that are going to be in D.C. Wow. That also means 25,000 National Guard troops. So if you're going to fuck around there, I think you're, you're going to find, find out. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think there will be a peaceful-ish transition to power and we'll have a new administration and we'll watch Trump fly away in a helicopter one last time and hopefully be done with him until he runs in 2024. To the tune of Fortunate Son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Well. We'll come to you next week as long as Biden doesn't get shot. <laughs> yeah, then we'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. if we do. All right, later. Later. Later.